going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just a Wrestling Podcast. My name is Austin Heinel. I'm your host. Uh, yeah, this is episode two. Uh, episode one came out uh, a while ago. I've kind of been MIA. I've uh, been wanting to put an episode out, but I just haven't really had the motivation or kind of the inspiration. I've, I, I've obviously there's been a lot of stuff to talk about. It's just I don't know. I um. I've kind of been thinking a lot about this podcast. Um, I kind of want to make sure that everything uh, is like perfect. But uh, again, I'm only starting out. Uh, there's still a lot of stuff that I'm kind of researching and watching a whole lot of videos on, whether it's editing or and maybe incorporating video, maybe a YouTube channel. But um, I mean, I can get to that point whenever I get there. Right? That shouldn't stop me from trying to put out episodes. Uh, I mean... Whenever I get to that point, I, I get to that point. So I might as well record uh, and put out as many episodes as I can or whenever I feel like putting on episodes. Uh, so here we are, episode two. Um, I wanted to give up. I forgot to give shout outs on the first episode. So I'm going to give a couple shout outs right now. Um, shout out to Chant Shear, uh, Seneca Valley wrestler, uh, and then my buddy Brad Good uh, for being my first two followers on Twitter. Uh, when I first made the podcast Twitter account, uh, Brad, one of my uh, uh, one of my teammates in high school, uh, I believe he played football at Youngstown, uh, and I believe he's getting married soon. So congrats, Brad. Uh, um, I, funny thing, I I ran into your brother the one time on the bus, uh, when we were talking. But yeah, um, shout out to you guys, Chance, uh, up and coming PIW wrestler. He's under the radar. He's been hurt, injured, but. Uh, definitely keep an eye out for Chance this year, especially on the Whippeal and, and PI uh, state scene. Um, he's made some noise over the summer, so looking for him. Shout out to him. Shout out to Cole Spencer. Uh, he was my first follower on Instagram, so shout out to Cole Spencer. He's a uh, PIAA wrestler from Pine Richland High School. Uh, great football player, quarterback over there at uh, Pine Richland. Shout out to him. Um, yeah. Those are the shout outs I wanted to give out on the first episode. So this episode, um, I'm basically just really excited about the NCAA season. Uh, And for this episode I had in mind was kind of going over something that I've never really been a part of before uh, and kind of just sharing my experience as we go along through it. It's uh, I joined a fantasy wrestling league. Uh, First time I've ever really done one. I've seen them years past. I've seen the flow guys do them. I've had a couple friends do them before. I've done fantasy football, but I don't really know a whole lot about football. I've kind of just done it, kind of just from watching ESPN, and I didn't really know who to draft. I don't really know as much about football as I do compared to wrestling. So it was kind of interesting, or kind of interesting to think about wrestling in a fantasy aspect of drafting wrestlers. It it seemed really cool. So the draft was actually really fun. Um, shout out to, uh, um. Uh, Russ Woodley uh, from North Allegheny. His son is Jake Woodley, uh, who wrestles for Oklahoma, uh, the Sooners. Uh, shout out to him for uh, letting me be a part of his fantasy wrestling league. Uh, there was 11 guys in the league, and some people do it differently. There, I know there's WrestleStat online. Um, I'm doing a league through them with uh, some of the PA Power guys. or uh, those uh, That league... On Russell Stat scores week to week, kind of more similar to actual fantasy football and stuff. 
But this league that I'm in here that we already did our draft for, uh, that this league is just you draft at the beginning of the season, and then uh, you draft 10, a full roster, and then you can have five backups. And basically, the only way you score is whenever it's the NCAA tournament time. So during the whole season, you just draft, I mean, pick up, drop, wrestlers, uh, throughout building your roster, and then you have to set it right before the first conference tournament, whenever that is, Big Tens, Big Twelves, whenever it is, EIWAs. But yeah, it seems pretty cool. Um, like I think bonus points is taken into consideration. So whatever your wrestler scores for their team, it goes to to your team. So um, it's definitely things to keep keep in mind of like who do you think is going to finish high? Who's going to get a lot of bonus? Um, especially with eleven guys, the teams ended up turning out uh, really mixed. Really a lot of some under the radar guys. Some a lot of freshmen were drafted, so it was pretty cool. Um, I, I I'm not going to go over the whole draft. That could take forever. I'll probably end up posting on Twitter um, the roster so you can kind of look and see if you guys are interested in seeing other people how how other uh, people drafted uh, compared to your fantasy drafts. Um, then you can also share your uh, your rosters and stuff on Twitter too. Definitely like taking a look and seeing what people uh, how teams are looking. A lot of people are starting to do their draft. Uh, maybe not this early, but I know around like November first, a lot of drafts are starting. So my team. Actually no, we're gonna go pick by I'm gonna go pick by pick with me and kinda highlight some of the rounds. That sounds good. Okay. So I had the third pick. So it's well we were doing super serpentine, so there's eleven guys. I had the third pick in the odd rounds, and then I had the ninth pick in the even rounds. So kind of spread like um in these types of drafts I always like getting either the first pick or the last pick because then you get like back to back picks. If you have two guys in mind you're not worried about, oh, this guy's going to end up taking him. Like, hopefully no one takes him by the time he comes back. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, we'll kind of actually, I'll go over the first, all the first round picks. Um, and then I'll kind of skip over the rest of the rounds. But, yeah, so, because first round's kind of cool. Um, so, first pick, round one, pick one, was um, Spencer Lee, who I actually did anticipate to go number one. My, like, big three were Mark Hall, Zahid, and Seth Gross, because I think those are the like huge favorites. I mean, Spencer Lee, two-time national champ, but you know he has two losses. This Sebastian Rivera's gotten pinned by Nick Piccinini. Um, he's he he's taken some losses. I don't know if he's the outright. He's definitely the favorite, but I don't know as much. He's <laughs> he's not as much favorite. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen a Brian, look up Brian Reagan on YouTube. You'll get the reference. Brian Reagan Little League or something like that. Uh, not he's still good, still good. Just not as much favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Spencer Lee went first, which again we're PA. I think a lot of these guys are PA guys, so everyone's pulling, especially a lot of Whipple guys. Spencer Lee's a really good first round pick. Either like he he could have yeah I could see him being a good case of going top four easily. So I guess it's not that uh, out of control. I guess if you really like Spencer. All right, well, then the second pick, obviously, Mark Hall, um, which I expected. My pick for the third pick, I basically, in my head, I was like, all right, do I want Zahid Valencia or Seth Gross? And Zahid might be more the favorite since Gross is coming off an injury, if you can c- compare it that way. But, man, Gross is, like, one of my favorite wrestlers. I love top wrestlers. Um, I remember the first match I actually saw of Seth Gross was um, we went down to Tulsa, um, for that, for, uh, Tulsa Nationals, and, um, 
me and a couple wrestlers after the tournament, we actually got tickets. We drove all the way from Tulsa to Stillwater, and we saw the South Dakota State versus Oklahoma State duel, which was really cool. Uh, Gallagher-Iba. Seth Gross uh, beat Cade Brock, who was ranked number two at the time, and it was actually a really cool match. Um, and I never, I never really heard of Gross, but then I saw AJ Shop in his corner, and AJ Shop was one of my favorite college wrestlers. So again, really tough top wrestler, and and, and it was, uh, yeah, like I, I really like Gross' funky style, a lot of scrambles, and then really tough on top, cradles, tilts. So I thought it'd be cool if I picked him first to have someone that I can cheer for uh, on my uh, fantasy team. Kind of like he's my first pick, he's my team captain. Um, yeah, so kind of having a little bit, little bit of fun with it, but it's still a good pick in my opinion. Then obviously the next next pick was Zahid. Uh, so top four picks. Uh, fifth pick of the first round was, where did he go? Oh yeah, Hayden Hydley. Uh, number one, I think, I think, yeah, definitely a first round guy you want to pick really heavy favorite at 157, almost beating Nolf last year. Uh, pretty controversial call me. I'm a big Nolf fan, but I'm also like I'm, PA on PA. I just like seeing good matches. Uh, but man, that was pretty darn close, man. If I only had a podcast back when that happened, fresh in my mind, I would have been all over that. Cause oh, that have been nuts. Uh, after Hidley, it was Chenzo. Um, I'd say definitely a favorite at 65. Again, even though he has two losses to Marinelli and has never wrestled uh, Wick. I mean, he has a win over McFadden, but, you know, I don't know. It's all matchups, man. It's all matchups. Like, what if Wick has a wicked matchup against Chenzo and, like, majors him? I don't know. Maybe just has a way of turning him. Who knows? But I, I that I just want to see happen is a Chenzo versus Wick. But we can get to the, some of the... Stick to fantasy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Chenzo, sixth pick of the first round. The seventh pick of the first round was Colin Moore. Um, yeah. Def- I th- I uh, Basically, what I'm, think- what I'm thinking during this draft, right, is like, who do you think is going to be top four of each weight? So I always see like first round, a lot of these guys are... You should expect these first round guys to either be the number one favorite or obviously finish in top four, so... Um, Colin Moore picked seventh, eighth pick of the first round. Uh, I believe went to Anthony Kassar, right? Is that who, is that who they picked? No, who, who got, oh, Dom Demas, sorry. Dom Demas was picked eighth. Dom Demas was picked eighth, um, over Anthony Kassar, which I think is interesting. I guess it's just because, like, he finished higher. He's beaten the number two guy. Uh, actually scored a lot of points on the number two guy. But th- that's Nick Lee. Nick Lee, I mean, you, you may score a lot of points on him, but he's for sure going to be coming with points on you. Kassar, uh, I think, might be a little bit more of a favorite, so maybe I would have picked him over Demas. But, yeah, so Kassar, nine. Then right right back to back, Gable Stevenson picked pick 10, which, yeah, I see flip-flop either one of these guys. Matches are both... Super close. All right, we'll see who who makes love, who makes jumps. I mean, Stevenson, we got to remember he was only a freshman last year, which is insane. Um, and Anthony Kassar is like a, a red shirt super senior. Uh, but um, I mean, it's great that Kassar finally come on the scene uh, in his senior year, being able to compete for the Nittany Lions. Yeah. All right. So. Final pick of the final pick of round one 
uh, went to... Oh, wait, yeah, he got deleted. Hold on a second. Final pick of round one was Austin O'Connor, number one ranked wrestler, 149, out of North Carolina with the Tar Heels. Uh, shout out Coleman Scott, Whipfield guy. Shout out Tony Ramos. Uh, just a beast. Um, but yeah, so that was our first round of the drafts. Again, my first pick was Seth Gross. Um, as we start getting late in the drafts, you'll see like some picks start to get real interesting. And people start really start having a lot of fun with it. Uh, so my second pick, second round, I was kind of, I was leaning towards, again, I'm looking at weights that, uh, I wanted to pick someone that could be top four at the weight, not, uh, per se, like some weight classes I looked at like 149 where I'm like, Hey, there's, I think there's a, at least eight guys who are all really close and you can't really figure out the order of them. So those types of weight classes were the kind of toss up a lot of more picks to choose from. And you're probably a little, uh, probably safe with those. I was kind of saving those weights for later. Forty nine was, one forty nine was one of them. One fifty seven. Um, I mean, like, obviously, if some weights have some, they like have a one number one guy, like, like one seventy four, for example, is another one. Like, you got Mark Hall. And <laughs> that might be it. Uh, I mean, you got like um, Jordan Wood. Who's tough, but then you got like, I mean, but I think some of those, some of these guys, some of these young guys coming up can beat them. The, uh, the weight's a little bit more wide open. Not maybe not for number one spot, but for the rest of the spots, for all American spots, and definitely points for the team um, kind of hang. So I was kind of looking at different weights that I thought, um, who's a who's a definite, definite guarantee of being like a top four finish. And then I kind of was looking towards uh, perhaps a like a Pletcher. Or maybe a, a Nick Lee. Um, but they were getting picked up on the backside coming in through uh, round two. So kind of came to me. I was looking at some of the weights and I'm like, man, like, who can I take? And um, kind of sticking with the whole top wrestler and uh, someone I kind of like watching wrestle. And someone I, I kind of mentioned earlier, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to draft uh, Evan Wick. So my round two, pick nine, I picked Evan Wick. So I got two Wisconsin wrestlers out the gate, jump around. Um Definitely something uh, I didn't mean to do, but I do like both of these wrestlers. I do think they're good picks. Um, yeah, so, but it was kind of funny. Back to, or no, hold on a second. Oh, I thought that was, yeah, so there was back-to-back. So, the, literally the following after that pick, uh, David McFadden gets drafted, and he's, again, one of those other 165-pounders I was missing. Like, again, top four. I think Chenzo, Wick, Marinelli, McFadden are the, Definite top four at 165. So, um, they, and they all went early. Uh, Marinelli went earlier in the second round. Um, yeah, so then third round. Uh, I was really looking at Michael Kemmer. Because, again, I'm the third pick of the odd round. So, I was the ninth pick. And four picks, um, I get to choose again. So, may I was, I was like thinking, hey, maybe I can uh, steal Michael Kemmer here. Uh, because um, the one guy picked uh, RBY at the end of the second round and then picked Caleb Young at the beginning of the first. Uh, or at the beginning of the th- uh, third, sorry. So then there was only one guy in, uh, ahead of me before my pick, and he already just and he already drafted Mark Hall. So I'm sitting there going, yeah, I'm getting Ken Dog, baby. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting pretty. I'm going to get Michael Kemmer, who's probably going to go on a tear this season. He might be under the radar because of his injury. 
Who knows? I was like, man, I'm like, and plus this guy's already got Mark Hall. I'm like, he's not looking at 74 right now. But bam! Yeah. <laughs> uh... I, I don't know who it is in, in our draft. I don't know everyone in our league, but his name's Mark. Mark freaking took Chemdog for me. Third round. And then it made, and then that's what really got me thinking. Because I was like, man, I'm just going to fill my lineup. Then I'll get my backups. But, like, again, you you fill a whole lineup and you get, you get five other guys to score points for you. So it doesn't matter. You could draft two really good seven uh, two guys at one weight if you know they're going to finish really high. Like, imagine having, like... Man, imagine having like, uh, like yeah, like or it's like having a uh, Anthony Kassar and Stevenson on the same team, or uh, or for example, like some guys have done it, like some 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 of the guys this draft did it when we get because uh, I think uh, yeah, um, the guy who drafted Austin O'Connor also drafted Brock Mahler, like in like the fourth round. So, yeah, it's definitely a good strategy. I wasn't thinking that way. As we started going through the draft, I started kind of thinking a little more along those lines. Um, round four, or no, yeah, so round three, my pick. So I get my heart broken of not getting Michael Kemmerer. So I'm kind of panicking. I'm like, oh, who do I pick? Who do I pick? Who do I pick? And I'm looking at all the weights, and I guess I, got, I kind of got stuck on 125-pounders for whatever reason. And I'm like, oh, uh, Patrick Glory. <laughs> I mean, I picked Patrick Gore round three, pick three. That might be a little early, but um, I mean, no, actually, one twenty-five pounders were getting picked up in in round two. All the picks before my round uh, two pick, before I picked Wick, were Sebastian Rivera, Jack Mueller, Nick Pichinini. Literally, all three back to back in round two. And again, yeah, one twenty-five is kind of one of those weights where like there's four or five guys that are all on that level. Spencer Lee. Sebastian Rivera, Jack Mueller, Nick Piccinini, and even Patrick Glory. I mean, I mean Patrick Glory. I think might have finished the lowest out of all of them, but he was only a freshman. I mean, now he's got like a full year of college wrestling and even some off season stuff. I de- I definitely anticipate him to mature. Um, and even in, but, but look at guys like Sebastian Rivera, right? I mean, yeah, he beat Spencer Lee twice, but look at what happened against him with Jack Mueller. Jack Mueller didn't blank him, but he was darn close. Um, leg riders, man, leg riders. Spencer Lee's tough on top, but Mueller and Gloria are leg riders, and I think Sebastian might have just gotten exposed for maybe a um lack of leg defense. Uh, but yeah, so I'm still comfortable with my Patrick Glory pick. Um, I'm team top right now with three guys that are really tough on top, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I was now I'm 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 happy with that pick, but you'll see like I've missed out on who who did I miss out on. So later picks in round three, I missed like Jordan Cutler. I missed uh who else did I miss? I know I missed really good people. Hold on. Uh Mickey Filippi, but I probably wouldn't have drafted him behind Gross. Um no, there was there was one that I really Oh yeah, Kyle Canal got picked round three. Kyle I was looking at Kyle Canal, even looking at these rankings, like I mean, Kyle Canal, I mean, he did have that great run at NCAAs, beat Colin Moore, beat the number one guy twice, pinned him in, uh, the first time. Um, but then he was he was coming, he was, had a really bad shoulder injury, he was coming off, but he he has been spending a year in the Penn State wrestling room, and man, that, we, just being, just spending a year at Penn State can, can really do magic for you. So I, He's been just a wild card. I was I wouldn't 
I didn't plan on drafting him. Even if he was the best guy to pick that round, I I was more leaning. I'm not gonna draft him, and um, because I, I was just not sure. But I, the the thought of him drafting him wasn't there in my head whenever it was my picks anyway. So didn't really come to that. But that a really interesting pick. Um. Actually, I don't know if I missed out on anybody. Yeah, Jacob Warner was picked round three. Oh, yeah, Sasso. I missed out on Sasso. That would have been a good grab, perhaps over Glory. Because, man, he might win the, win the dang thing. That would that probably would have been a pick I should have taken was, was Sasso. Yeah, but even though he's a freshman, that still could have been early. And then Shakur Rashid was picked. Uh, towards the end of round three, and Ryan Deacon. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go with my Patrick Glory pick. Let's go team top. Round four uh, was kind of a pick I was um, excited to take. I probably... Because he was someone that I was kind of thinking about picking as like a sleeper, but I didn't want him to get grabbed early. But like I, I also didn't want to grab him too early, but I was worried that someone might have picked him up. Because, again, we're, we have 11 guys. You run through the top talent, especially with this year with all the Olympic red shirts. You run through all, like, the guarantees fast. Like, we're already in round four, four times 11. That's 44 wrestlers, right? That's – there's only 10 national champs. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was a good pick. I picked uh, Caden G. Feller. He's not ranked very high, uh, basically because he was at 49 last year. Um, and he did go 0-2 at nationals, which – Things, but he gave Ashnault a really good match. He actually gave everyone a, a freaking good match. I don't think he, re- I think he got beat good by Kolodzik at Midlands, if I can remember. Um, but I think that was just size. Uh, yeah. So I pick pick G. Um, I just remember that I have in, etched in my brain that Southern Scuffle match against Nick Lee. Um, I mean, obviously Nick Def, I think has definitely gotten better, but. Um, I mean, I think just having G down at a more comfortable weight, uh, I don't see why he, he's not in the conversation. I tweeted it out. I, uh, I think it was on my podcast Twitter, but I tweeted out saying that I think Caden, uh, is definitely a sleeper. Uh, he's, I think he's definitely top four material. Um, so yeah, so I felt good picking him. I, I really wanted to get him cause he could be someone that, uh, Again, can be one of those guys, uh, top four, especially at a weight like one forty one. Um, yeah. Anyone, any good picks in round four? That happened before or after that I was thinking about. Where's um. Oh yeah, David Carr got picked. David Carr. That's who I was thinking coming into round four. Uh. I'm I'm think I'm thinking, man. I'm like, probably no one's thinking about David Carr right now. I'm like, no way. Obviously, that someone always is. Uh, David Carr got picked fifth in the fourth round, which was definitely a good snag. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else was picked in round four? Yeah, no one really crazy. Fifth round, uh, coming around. Um, I picked. Oh, again, yeah, another kind of under-the-radar guy. Not under-the-radar, but just... I have a lot of young guys on my team. Again, it's a weird year. But I picked Trent Hidley, uh, Trent, Trent Hidley or Trent Hidley. 
however you want to say it. NC State, not Hayden, Trent, the brother, 184. Um, I, uh, wait, I had his stats earlier. Oh, well. He had a really good red shirt. Um, he also competed at the Junior Worlds. And I think he could have won the dang thing. Um, again, just, I think, uh, I think there was a challenge error, um, that happened in, I think in the semis, but yeah, it went on, I think it took bronze, junior bronze. And, uh, I just really, I think he has higher potential than Hayden in, in terms of talent. Sorry, excuse me. I just think he's just a bull. And with 184, with, with Zahid, you got Zahid, but then I think the you could say like number two is Ben Darmstadt, right? I think he'd be, a, he's he's the favorite number two, but then, man, it could be anybody coming out. You got Nino, you got Colbre, you got Venz, you got Rashid, you got Shakur Rashid. Um, Hunter Bullen had uh, had a good um, red shirt. I think he beat Bonacorsi Freestyle, right? Yeah, so 84, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to pick someone that, um, probably has a lot of room to grow, but uh, could definitely have a lot of upside. So I was like, Hidley is a good pick. Um, round six, I then picked. Oh, uh, Brayton Lee from Minnesota. Um, again, kind of more like we're just watching him on the freestyle scene. Uh, he beat Sammy Sasso in freestyle. So I was um, kind of looking at that. Definitely got a good gas tank. But I saw on flow that he lost his wrestle off. But I think that kid I think that guy is an a weight above him. So I don't know. I might have I might have sold myself. But if it's a kid up, then why was it a wrestle off? Is Brayton Lee going up? Is that guy coming down? Well, I'm on the site right now. Hold on a second. Man, this is great. Great radio. Oh, it's not on the flow thing? I thought it was. Hmm. Um, anyway... But I think it was like UTB, but it was like 8-2 to two or something like that. Um, so maybe some craziness happened. And 36 got caught on his back and probably just cashed it in. But, yeah, no, I'm still feeling pretty good. I mean, we'll see. Because if that kid's up a weight, I don't see, like, I don't see him, like, not starting. And who knows, again, especially with some of these young guys you don't know. Some of these young guys, you just got to let them get through the season, maybe take a loss. Hey, remember, Mark Hall came in off red shirt and first match lost. So, hey, I'm sticking with my young guys. I'm sticking with my picks. All right, round seven. Any crazy picks? No. All right, well, round seven, I took... Um, Who do I got so far? I got Pac Laurie, Seth Gross, Brayton Lee, Caden G. Feller, Evan Wick. Oh, and Trent Hively. Round seven. Oh yeah, I oh yeah, I made a mistake. I was kind of rushing. I was like dry. I was riding in the car to somewhere, but I was in the middle of the draft. I thought Bula Wallen was at one fifty seven. 
So I drafted Boo, but he is a 149. And at first I was like, oh, but I'm like, wait. Again, it doesn't matter. I have I have five extra guys I can put on the team. And plus at 149, like I said, could be anybody. And Boo coming off injury, we don't know really how he's going to turn out now, especially with Brayton Lee um, kind of struggling. You could see Boo, I think, kind of sneaking in. We'll see how uh, if he can stay healthy, what kind of season he can have. But I thought he would be a good pick, um, especially if uh, like he's had some decent success again. It's just whether or not he stays healthy. Um, round eight. Oh yeah, round eight. Round eight, Tariq Wilson. Tariq Wilson, he didn't get snagged till round eight. I feel like Tariq Wilson would have gone a lot sooner. Oh yeah, Taleb Ramani got picked round four. No offense to Taleb, but round four? Like that's your fourth pick on your team. That's your fourth pick. Taleb Ramani's your fourth best guy? Come on, you got Mickey Filippi on your team. You got Jack Mueller. You got Hayden Hiley. You got you picked you picked Taleb over Josh Shields? You picked Taleb over Tanner Hall. Man, I'm I'm actually really cooking Taleb right now, people. <laughs> if Taleb don't ever listen to this episode, or you can't, I don't care. Um, but no, actually, I did go to the pit wrestle off, and I actually was impressed with Taleb, like just his positioning, like the guy he wrestled, was tough, like was, like scrapping. It might have been a shutout. But I think uh, Taleb was just being solid in a lot of positions. Defense and go-behinds are really good. Um, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. So where would I leave off? Yeah, round eight. <laughs> I just got on like a ro- Taleb roasting rant. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Round eight. Anthony Cassiope from Iowa. Um, freshman heavyweight. Uh, I needed a heavyweight because a lot of the good heavyweights were going. Um, like Kassar and Steve were picked first round, and then you got you had uh, um, Jordan Wood get snagged in round four. Uh, you had Tanner Hall get picked round six. Uh, Mason Paris picked in round six. Matt Stencil. Um, you also had Trent Helger picked in earlier round eight. Oh yeah, Kirkfleet. Uh, yeah, Kirkfleet was picked round five. That was a good snag. I was thinking about him too. But it was kind of like it was, like on the other end. Like I was about to be coming around as the ninth pick. And like I had him in mind, but then someone would snag him. Yeah, so I was like, I need a heavyweight, and I thought again, again, Cassiope's a young guy. He's got a lot to prove. Um, he's definitely one of the top incoming freshmen. Um. Uh, in regards to, I think, in regards to all freshmen, I believe, like he's definitely up there. Um, I'm expecting him to do okay, uh, do pretty well. I think he can sneak in an AA finish, and obviously, I think can test a lot of these other um, established guys. I think I think he could hang with a guy like a Tanner Hall, or uh, a Matt Stencil, stuff like that. Um, round nine. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait, right. Round eight, we're halfway through. We're halfway done. <laughs> uh, round nine, I picked Anthony Artelona. We'll start going a little quicker because I was just kind of just picking. 
Um, Anthony Artelona, I remember kind of watching him last year at Penn. I think he was down at 149 last year. And he had like a lot, some good wins, some close losses. But I just think the weight might have been too much for him. Um, at least that's what I was hearing like through Twitter and stuff like that back then, I, I believe. Or even I might have heard it on Flow. I'm not sure. But um, he's up at 57. He was He's ranked 8th. And he still wasn't picked in round 9. And um, I also kind of, again, I kind of had a couple ideas of other 57s that I wanted to pick too later on. But I at least wanted to get started with one 57-pounder. So I picked Anthony Ortolona. Tenth pick, I grabbed. Uh, oh yeah, tenth pick. So I'm like, I'm like thinking. I'm like, I was thinking along the lines of red shirts. I'm like, man, like who's red shirting, and who can hop into a lineup, or who's, who could drop a weight class, or who could who could f- f- uh, fill their way in. And someone that I kind of forgot about, right? I was kind of going through less. Who's red shirting? I'm like Jaden Ironman, Yanni. Uh. Like, yeah, some of the Cornell guys, and I start, and then I got to, then I'm like talking about the Michigan guys. I'm like, does Michigan have any backups coming in? Which they do, and some of them got drafted, like Joey Silva. But what I was more thinking, I, first one was like Dayton Fix. Oh yeah, Dayton Fix is out of the lineup. Who's going to be Oklahoma State's 33? I'm like, you got, you got uh, G Feller dropping to 41. You got Boo at 49. And I was like, wait a minute. Cade Brock. Pause real quick. Uh, this is recorded after the episode. Um, I threw this in the middle here just to clarify. I forgot that Kate Brock is hurt. He had knee surgery, and he's like questionable to return. Um, I saw a video on Twitter with John Smith saying he's probably not going to be back semester one, um, but they're really looking ahead to hopefully have him back by semester two which would, I think is a good sign. Um, I mean, they were digging on John Smith, the reporters, about who's going to be at 133 with Fix Out. And John Smith was literally naming every person at 33 and on their roster to like not give it away. So you got Reese Witchcraft, who's an incoming freshman, I believe. Um, he's probably got the best chance, I think, starting early. And then I guess depending on how he does and depending on where... Cade Brock is on his recovery if he's making a return second semester. And if Reese Witchcraft isn't, I mean, he's doing well, but maybe not at the level Cade Brock would probably be at if he came back. Because I honestly do, you'll hear my breakdown after this when we go back to the episode. But um, I really think Cade Brock is a threat at 33. But yeah, we'll get back to the episode. Just wanted to throw that in there. I don't know if it's official on their roster, on their website, because I looked. He's He's... Listed as thirty three forty one. Now, I don't know if I'm woke on this, or if like I'm just thinking like Willie Sailor and just sucking everyone down. Let's let's get Kate Brock down to thirty three again. I think he's gonna do it. Get him down there. Suck him down. He's no stranger to sucking down to thirty three. He can do it. Don't even wrestle. You don't have to wrestle at all season. Just get you. Just try and get as comfortable as you can. Get as low as you can. Right. Throw him in at 33. He he is a threat at 33. You kidding me? What are these rankings? Give me these rankings. You got one, Seth Gross. And he's given, he's given Gross a battle. Actually, no, I was watching Gross. There's actually a Gross... Huh, there's a Gross block party today. 
7 p.m. Or you're not, you know what day it is. It's Wednesday the 29th. Um, where the heck are these rankings? Whoa, they just they came out with D3 rankings? Fun fact, my brother wrestles D3. And D3, the Twitter, or the once website, D3 Wrestle has him ranked, I think, ninth. Shout out Mikey Heinel. Um, but wait, 33. Yeah. Yeah, you got Seth Gross. Austin DeSantos, number two. Roman Bravo Young, three. Mickey Filippi, four. Dude, come on. Come on. Wait a minute. Did Kate Brock wrestle last year? Am I, am I just forgetting how he did last year? NCA wrestling brackets. Final brackets. Because he, he, he would have gone 41, right? He would have been in this, this mess. Man, dude. Every weight last year was loaded. Oh, yeah, Cade Brock had nine losses. Yikes. But again, he's up a weight. I don't think 41's his weight. I, st- I think he's definitely small. He got majored by McKenna. Dang. Then what happened? He, he majors Ian Parker. That's impressive. Ian Parker's huge. Maybe it is in size. I don't know. Probably inside tripped him a heck, heck ton. Then beat Turner 10 to 4. Oh, that's right. He lost to Shoop. Oh, he got Shooped in, in the blood round. He got Kyle Shooped. He, oh, yeah. He got tilted to death. 14 to 10. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> he's going to be struggling with, with gross. I'll get like. But but now but uh South Dakota State was Big Twelve, right? Yeah, so Seth Gross is out of the Big Twelve, right? Man, you big you, you don't you don't think Cade Brock can beat Austin Gomez? Man, that would be electric. Holy heck. I wanna see Austin Gomez versus Cade Brock. That'd be nuts. Inside trips left and right, upper body, underhook. Oh, please, Cade Brock, go 133. Cade Brock, do it. Please. Not just for my fantasy team, but for me as a fan. Please. Ooh, yeah. Like imagine a, you got Cade Brock, Austin Gomez, Montori Bridges. Is North Dakota State Big 12? I believe so. Throw Cam Sakura in there. But man, yeah, dude, you throw... You could if he if if Kate Brock comes out of that Big Twelve tournament, he could come out with like a two or three seed, two or three seed, and 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 what end up wrestling? Uh, it'll probably well, oh, it depends on where Mickey would get seated. I don't know. <laughs> it it it'd be really interesting. Kate Brock, please do it. Kate Brock, do it for the people. Do it for the people. All right. So, yeah. So, my 10th pick was Cade Brock. Right? Didn't get as much excitement from the group chat from our draft people. I was expecting, like, because, like, there were a lot of, like, hey, yeah, good pick, good pick. A lot of good picks thrown around in the group message. But I was like, man, yeah. I'm like, 
They're going to be like, oh, wow, Austin, great pick. No, I didn't get anything. <laughs> no love. <laughs> uh, all right. Pick uh, round 11. Oh, yeah, someone picked. Someone picked. Oh, yeah, the pick right after me was Jared Verclearing. <laughs> and I think he's listed at 41 or 49. What are you hoping Nick Lee gets hurt? That's messed up. That's messed up, man. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> That was Mark. That's the, that's the guy who stole Michael Kemmerer from me. He drafted Ver, Jared Verclaren. What a pick. I thought he was next level when they picked Jared Verclaren. Uh, but no, Mark's actually got a really good team. He's got Gomez, Chad Red, Ja'Cory Teamer, McFadden, Hall, and Kemmerer. Jordan Decatur at 33. Ooh. This is, that's a pretty tough team. Right, so round 11... I grew, I go with Rocky Jordan. Why? Couldn't tell you. Oh yeah, I wanted Anthony Valencia, but he was already picked. He was picked in round nine. Uh, yeah, couldn't tell you. Should I have drafted Ben Harvey? Probably. Oh wait, no, I couldn't have. Uh, or maybe I could have. Should I have drafted uh, Connor Flynn? Maybe. Dylan Lighty, sure. Rocky Jordan, why not? Freshman, I mean, he beat Caleb Romero in the wrestle-off. I mean, but I mean, kid's tough on top. Kid's real tough on top. I just like top wrestlers for whatever reason. I just like guys who are good on top, who can turn, ride. I mean, I think right now NCAA wrestling is built for top wrestlers. You get four points near fall. It's ridiculous. One one takedown and a turn, you're winning. You're up by six. You're <laughs> you're an escape and a riding point away from major. Yeah, so I don't know. I was I was I was feeling good. Now I'm now I'm not. I rewatched the wrestle off. He kind of stalled a little bit. But you know that's what it takes to win. You got you got to win. A W's a W. That's what I always try to say. A W's a W. Um, round 12, we're almost done, 15 total rounds, round 12 I picked, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, round 12, so like I said earlier, this is, uh, this is Russell Woodley's, um, draft league, let me be a part of, uh, there's actually a couple dads in the group that have some D1 wrestlers, um, I, for, actually, I forget their names, but I know, and, uh, like, Joe Montabano, one of the other OMP coaches I coach with, uh, his son, Nick, uh goes to American. Um no offense. No offense, Nick, if you're if you're listening, no offense, Nick. I wasn't gonna draft you. Uh, <laughs> because you're red shirting, you're red shirting, you're red shirting. Nick's red shirting. Oh, I'm not gonna draft a red shirted guy. Even though oh no yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Before I get to my pick. Nick Suriano got drafted like round six. Seven. <laughs> He's redshirted, but he might make a comeback, so that's a pretty sneaky pick. Um that's a really sneaky pick. Oh yeah, someone drafted Teasdale too. I thought about it, but I was like, nah. Someone drafted Teasdale at 33. Who was that? Oh, that was, yeah, the same guy who drafted, the same guy who drafted Soriano also drafted Teasdale and drafted Aragona. Man, he's loving these freshmen. Man, that might be, that could be, that could be a tough team. He's got Brody Teske too. Brady Berge. Marinelli. Shakur. Dang. PSU over here. All right, yeah, so then, yeah, so Russ Woodley, 
It's his, it's his league. His son wrestles for Oklahoma, Jake Woodley. Man, and I was actually thinking about him picking him sooner. Maybe it was just because it was it would be a joke. But like round 12, I only got I only got like three or four picks left. And I needed a 97-pounder. And man, like he made, he, I mean, he, before Bo came along, he made the U23 world team. And that's freestyle, but hey, like he's a, he's definitely a good pick. This round twelve, he I think he could have been a better pick than round twelve. I just think no one wanted to pick him because it was it was Russ's son. But I was like, you know what? I want him. I'm like, he's my be my he's my pick. He, he, I think he could do well at this weight. I mean, it's a little open, right? You got Colin Moore, but Colin Moore got beat by Kyle Canell twice, and who knows how Kyle Canell is this year? You got guys coming off injury like Holschlag. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, give me Woodley. And everyone was like, boom, bombs. <laughs> no, and shout out to Russ being a good sport. Like, just don't tell my son I didn't draft him. <laughs> uh, if if you ever listen to this podcast, make an offer. I'll trade you your son. Make an offer. Give me Nick Renan. Actually, no, because like, I, I, Jake might have a style that could beat Nick. But again, I don't know. Maybe Nick up a weight. He's not cutting. Nick could be dangerous. He did make Final X to face David Taylor. Yeah, but make an offer. Make an offer. I'll give you your son back. I'm holding him hostage. <laughs> um, round 12. Round 13. I think that might have been my full lineup. Yeah, I think that completed my lineup was Woodley. So then I just was kind of picking backups at this point. Um, other guys. So I picked Zach Hartman round uh, round 13. Again, a really good... Had a good freshman regular season. I think he came in seated decently high. I had him busting up... 57 bracket, but um, he ended up taking a couple tough losses. Um, but yeah, maybe just having a year of college experience. Um, I think Bucknell's got a good staff. They're doing a lot of good things over there. Uh, shout out to Eric Morrill and uh, uh, John Van Brill. They came out and ran a practice over the summer. Um, uh, one more period wrestling club with us. Ooh, be quiet, Skype. All right, so, um, yeah, you got Zach Hartman, round 13. Round 14, I was like, who, man, who's, like, <laughs> there was, like, there's literally no one left. Like, again, like I said, Jared Verclearan got picked round 10. <laughs> we got people drafting uh, freshmen and all this other stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick um, Josh Heil uh, from Campbell, 141. Ranked pretty high. Um he had a couple good matches last season. I think he had a couple good wins at NCAAs. So that would be a good pick. And then round 15, I was thinking of picking like Malik Heinzelman um, as another 25-pounder. He may sneak in for an AA, definitely some points. But I was definitely just I, I was like looking at some of the other weights. Like 157 is probably my weakest weight. And probably having more guys at a weight where I, I'm not as confident, having more guys to choose from, seeing how they're doing. So I uh, drafted Quincy Monday. From Princeton. Yeah, so that rounds out my draft. Um, again, my team, 125, Patrick Glory. Uh, 133, Seth Gross and Cade Brock. 141, I got Caden G. Feller and Josh Heil. 149, I got Brayton Lee and Boo Llewellyn. 157, I got Anthony Artelona, Zach Hartman, and Quincy Monday. 165, I got Evan Wick. 74, I got Rocky Jordan. 184, I got Trent uh, Hidley. 197, Jake Woodley. 
heavyweight Anthony Cassiope. Think I got my I think I got my squad ready to ride with these guys to the NCAA tournament. If they all hold strong, I'd love to not drop or drop or pick up anyone else. This is my team. They're all gonna perform. We're gonna ride till the end, hopefully. <laughs> it's up to them to perform. No, I'm kidding. Uh but yeah, so that's our fantasy draft. I'll I'll probably update you with as uh as the season progresses of who I drop, who I pick up. Um if anyone else kinda makes any interesting moves that catches my eye. Um Yeah. Uh I think I think one oh no, he was he was drafted. He uh yeah, so like I said, I wanted, I might have thought about picking Malik Heinzelman, but he got he just got picked up, I think, today or yesterday. Um So yeah, so it's just definitely something I'm gonna take a look for. Um if anyone has any fantasy advice or if you guys ever want to talk fantasy wrestling, feel please feel free to message me on Twitter at, at just the wrestlepod or my personal Twitter, I don't know, uh, at Aust underscore Heinel two seven. Um always feel free to just shoot me. We can always I always like talking wrestling. Um what are we at on time here? I might I might call it an episode. Um, yeah, NCAA season actually starts uh, this weekend. Uh, we got some matches coming up. Uh, actually, so yeah, stay tuned to Twitter for this week. I mean, you guys have probably stopped following because I haven't posted or had an episode. But uh, something I'm again, I don't have all the stuff that I how I want it to be, but I'm still gonna do it. And then we're gonna work to. Uh, kind of what I what I want again, the kind of the end product of this podcast and other things I have in mind to be. So, but I'm again, I'm just gonna start putting stuff out. Uh, stay tuned for this weekend. Uh, I'm gonna be kind of working through kind of a different series, if you want to call it. Um, that kind of just coincides with the uh, podcast. But I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm actually I really want to start incorporating some guests and bringing people on the podcast and. Not just have it me talking to myself for forty five to an hour, you know. So uh, it gets kind of boring when it's just one guy talking. Uh, Bill Burr does a good job of it. If you guys ever listen to a podcast of just one guy talking the whole time, uh, his stream of conscious is always just interesting. He always has good kind of funny takes. He kind of just talks, but it turns into stand up, just naturally funny. So yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, my name's Austin Heinel. This is Just a Wrestling Podcast, Episode Two. Uh, again, feel free to just stay connected. Follow on Twitter at Just a Wrestle Pod, Instagram at Just a Wrestle Pod. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll see you guys hopefully this weekend. Hopefully, there should be something new coming out this weekend with um, some upcoming uh, college wrestling season is here. Fantasy wrestling is starting. Actually, let me look. What events are coming up? Oh, yeah, the uh, Duels at Broadway Pier. That's Fresno, Wisconsin, Army and Navy. Wrestling on top of a ship out in San Diego. You'll see the debut of Seth Gross, hopefully. you got CSU Bakersfield versus Minnesota. Uh, and the Wyoming Cowboy Open. 